Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. The locals called me Reggaemon. It's got to be one or the other, Batman. Save the city or catch your greatest enemy. There's bat train. No. It's the bat kayak. No. It's the bat doom buggy. No. It's the bat shark rebellion. Uh... Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you found us. And uh, I was going to say live on and Twitch. And live on Twitch. No, no, we're not live. We're not. Every we're not. Tuesday, Wednesday. We're live on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast at 10.15 yeah. Eastern. <laughs> Tuesdays, we watch NXT where your NXT friends. And Wednesday, where your Dynamates. But sometimes we're your Batman friends. Batmates. Bat family. Bat fam. <laughs> and, well, we couldn't do this show without bat friends and bat family because the first time for one of these Batman reviews, we have a guest joining us, our good friend, a one Mr. Waiting. Well, uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for throwing up the signal. I was more than happy to do this one. It's one we've been talking about for a long, long time. And uh, friends are family. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we we've done these. You you do MCU later over at Post Wrestling, where you talk about all the MCU movies and shows and stuff like that. And you haven't really covered the DC world, where that's where we took. We decided that's where we slid in and started doing Batman reviews. Let's be real though, DC, it's Batman. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Like, the, like Superman the rest, for some people. We don't people, really care about yeah. the rest, do we? It's just Batman. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not watching Peacemaker. Is that DC? Oh, oh yeah, that's coming out soon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. Maybe. I'll support John. Well, we're doing these because uh, the next one we do will be Justice League, the theatrical release. Yes. And then we'll be hopefully lined up for Robert Pattinson. Yeah. The Batman coming out. So um, I probably won't be able to go see it in theaters. But When when is that coming out? It's got to be a few months. Because I mean, theaters are going to release yeah. March 4th. There you go. Yeah. So, wow, cool. Uh, so we've been going through and doing all the Batman movies that have been in theaters 
Way, I mean, we brought you on because this is a special Batman movie. It's a Lego Batman movie. So I know we'll be de- definitely diving into Lego because if there's one thing you know a lot about is is Lego. But I mean, while we're talking about DC, what's what's your vibe with DC? You don't, you know, MCU later, you don't you don't get to cover these things. What what are your what are your feelings on that? You this? could have a DCU soon, couldn't you? DCU soon. Oh my god. <laughs> DCEU soon. I love it. Write well, that down, that way. <laughs> Write it Boy. down. Yeah. You know, uh my my feelings on the DC universe, I have nothing against it, of course, but I I mean, I grew up as a Marvel fan, you know, th- really through and through from like the trading cards to the uh, X-Men cartoon to to just my my collection of comics itself. Uh, I I was just always more familiar with with Marvel and so um quality of the live action um output aside i i think i just kind of gravitate more towards it because i'm more knowledgeable about it but of course batman is an exception i think you talk to a lot of diehard marvel fans who you know despite how how they may feel about so many of the other things i mean batman is a constant it's it's as you know ubiquitous in our pop culture as any you know superhero i would even classify as as any fictitious comic book cartoon character at this point so i i would say my knowledge of batman lore is is pretty good pretty decent and you know taking some time to read some of the comics as well of course i think batman where he stands out is maybe uh and this whole film that we're going to talk about is batman he can't do this on his own mm. he, he needs a family mm-hmm. and he needs his enemies and i think batman possibly has the best rogue gallery in mm-hmm. all of comics. comics and i'd say mcu yeah. and D- dc sorry mc marvel yeah. and dc yeah i think he's got the best rogue gallery and that's why i always like lean to batman a lot even though i, I think as a whole i love marvel way more but i've got to think yeah. iconic villains in superheroes it's it's your jokers it's your riddlers it's your cat i don't know i'd argue Bains. i'd argue spider-man i'd argue spider-man because batman has the joker and then everyone else is really secondary like joker's always going to be the best villain i think ranked ever mm. but, but but that's only because the joker yeah. is so high up there I, yeah. I i i would probably agree yeah like i mean it's the combination of batman and joker that this movie yeah. very much you know kind of talks about in their relationship mm. that really is way beyond what spider-man and green goblin like really any sort of like you know um superhero villain relationship that exists in comics but it's because the joker is so high up that you know it feels like everybody is so far down but even like a character like mr freeze you know the riddler is amazing um you know even like i don't know down to clayface i'm sure like if you know talking about the animated series like these are very rich deep characters so i i would tend to more agree i would uh, say like batman my mum from like a wider cultural sense sure my mum who doesn't watch any of these films would not be able to name you one single character in spider-man apart That's from fair. spider-man it's whereas true. she could probably name you like alfred robin batman joker i feel like, woman, like batman like batman is like even surpassed superhero like it's like american james bond at this point like people go crazy when people get cast as batman and and all that stuff it's very similar like of yes it's comic booky but it's been through so many different versions as we've looked through mm. and talked through that yeah it's spanned like what almost like a, over 50 years over 60 years over 70 years it's crazy how long it's been going Oh, like, simply it's live action iterations. Yeah. We're, we're not even talking about the comics themselves, but yeah, in terms of live action. Yeah. It really yeah. is like a, a modern day James Bond. Um, 
And, you know, none of the Marvel characters, I would say, even like Spider-Man, maybe we're kind of approaching that level right now because we've had so many iterations in a short amount of time, but nothing mm-hmm. of the history, you know, comparatively to Batman. Do you have a, a favorite uh, Batman film and favorite portrayal as Batman? And why is it Val Kilmer? <laughs> <laughs> it's been, you know, when you guys were like reviewed that that, that movie, I, I made an effort to like try to go and rewatch it so i actually had it downloaded and everything but i i just haven't jumped in yet but it, <laughs> you definitely like i've never wa- rewatched those movies as an adult and i feel like i have a, have a far different appreciation for it mm. now as an adult uh but i i, I can't say it's my favorite iteration <laughs> you know is it my is he my favorite like who's my favorite batman is kind of hard to say because i feel like they all or at least most of them have like, you know, their redeeming qualities. But I can tell you probably like most people, my favorite film would probably be The Dark Knight. Um, yeah. it's, it's really just kind of a masterpiece of, of superhero, um, you know, cinema, uh, one that you can completely get immersed in, you know, as a, as a real believable story. I love the way it's presented. And of course we have, you know, perhaps the best comic book villain ever portrayed on screen in Heath Ledger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were pretty, we were very high up. We give our bat ratings. It's an alright film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's okay. Dark. I mean, we have Heath Ledger in our living room in a big, colorful portrait. We do, we do support him. I mean, yeah, he is, uh, like just, it's an iconic character and it's become something so big. But, uh, and I know, I know you're a big fan of all the, the comic books and, and everything through not just MCU and stuff, but where does, where does this Lego thing come in here? How the hell did they make a movie? about not only did they make a lego movie but then they were like yo why don't we make a lego batman movie because i i grew up playing a lot of the lego games where it's like star lego star wars mm-hmm. definitely comes to mind now there's like dozens hundreds maybe of so these many. like games and movies i've got and- the marvel superheroes one crazy yeah wait mm-hmm. what how did this how does this all come into like play why does this exist <laughs> Well, um, as with most, most things, I guess that, you know, get created on a big budget scale. I mean, it's, it's to sell toys, isn't it? You know? Um, but, you know, as far as like, I would say Lego outside of the actual construction toy medium goes, like Lego in mass media. Um, yeah, I think it very much for me, like I was kind of out of like, you know, I mean, we all played with Lego as kids, but like as an adult, I wasn't really into it. And so when I first heard about like what Lego, somebody's making a video game based off of like a Lego thing, like a Lego Star Wars video game, like, you know, an, um, sort of a spinoff of a spinoff, essentially. I thought that was ridiculous. It made no sense to me until I realized that like, you know, the, the sort of, um, the, 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 the Lego branding isn't really just there, uh, to kind of visually separate the, the, the thing from what it originally was. It's almost a way to turn it into a parody, a satire of sorts. And, uh, you know, you could probably say, tell me more about this because I haven't really played the video games too much, but you know, the feel of the video games is, is, you know, obviously much more kid-like, but there's also like an element of like, you know, um, enjoyment for adults in, in that, like, for instance, like they made Lego Star Wars specials that very much kind of like throw in a lot, a lot of inside jokes that, you know, longtime Star Wars fans would get. And that certainly extends here to the Lego Batman movie. But in particular, the, the Lego Batman movie it, itself is sort of a spiritual spinoff of the Lego movie, which was created. Um, I had like I wasn't even into Lego when the Lego movie came out. So I went to see it and. <laughs> 
it completely over delivered on my expectations, and I'm sure for a lot of other people as well. You know, when you when they announced this movie, it just I, I I don't think anybody took it seriously because it was like, okay, what a commercial based off of a like a toy, like who cares? What it turned out being was I think something that was a whole lot more heartfelt, and for me personally, took me right back to the idea of just you know having Lego toys and building my own lego city and creating my own adventures uh, i thought it was like a great way of you know portraying sort of like a kid's imagination on screen of what would happen if he threw all the toys together and had uh one one particular figure who does not stand out at all this construction figure and um what well, what does it mean to not be special and how do you you know um create that sense of specialness within somebody who when when it doesn't appear on the surface so it was a very heartfelt movie and that movie of course also featured a collection of different IPs uh mixed into it including Batman uh Batman who really in that movie was more so portrayed as sort of like your stereotypical jock like it was a wildly different interpretation of Batman, probably emphasizing all of his worst qualities, um, <laughs> simply as you know, just a counter to this everyman in you know the construction figure lead character Emmett, played by um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, and you know it was um, Batman that they cast as Will Arnett, you know, uh, from Arrested Development, somebody with a famously deep voice. And I think one of the other qualities that stood out to me about the Lego movie was the fact that you had very talented voice actors, very talented comedians, essentially go in there and, like, improvise a lot of their dialogue in the voice booth. And that really came across in the uh, the, the end result, you know, because it, 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 these movies don't necessarily feel like they're Disney movies and that they're scripted word for word and very kind of refined and cleaned up. There are a lot of like moments of just like riffing that end up, you know, being edited together before they're sent to the animators to animate. So it feels a whole lot more organic than I think most uh, animated movies do. And I think the interpretation of Batman was probably very much left to Will Arnett to create. And, and thus you had this very, um, Anno you know, annoying, pompous, and just, you know, uh, but, but very entertaining part of the Lego movie that they obviously felt a whole lot of, um, potential to, you know, spin off into its own movie and, of course, sell a lot of toys in the process. Yeah, I mean, he probably showed up for a day's work in his sweats and put in a great performance, and they're like, hey, do you want to do a whole movie of this? Can we make a whole movie about it? But who would go see it? Yeah. How much money would it would it cost? Ah, it's all animated. You know, it can't be insane. It can't yeah. be like, you know. I mean, well, how much money do you think it could make? I don't know. Probably just as much as every other Batman movie, <laughs> or if not more, because it made a fuck ton of money. Not only did the Lego movie... I was late on it. I, I finally watched it on Netflix a few years afterwards. Just uh, late night, high out of my mind, yeah. watched it. And I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, the first one's... I haven't seen the sequel, but the first one's tremendous. Yeah. And I think it it's something where it's... The, the reason why I think it can make so much money is you can take your kids, kids. to see it, but there's so much humor. The, they do remind me in a way of, you were saying about parody, kind of like the robot chicken, uh, like spoofs yeah, they do, yeah. or, or like when Family Guy do Star Wars, that kind of thing. And there's, I think it appeals to such a wide audience. And there's so many, like the fact that we've gone and gone through all these Batman films and we read trivia up about each one. There are so many of these jokes, which yeah. I don't necessarily think I would have got beforehand easter but, eggs yeah little easter eggs 
even just casting decisions, like who they have voice right, certain characters, right. I think is really smart. And that adults are definitely going to take something away from it as well. Because I, I, I loved Lego as a kid. Wait, we've talked about it for a long time. I loved Lego as a kid. I remember that I got this one set. It was like Frankenstein's castle or whatever. It came with all the classic, pretty much universal monsters without saying universal. Monster fighters? Something like it had Frankenstein, it had the ghost, it had the Dracula and like all, all the, the main things, but it came with like a, a disc for your computer, your PC or Mac that was like a Lego movie maker, like app. Oh, so, okay. So it was pretty much like you, people started creating, like you've seen on YouTube, what years before this movie, these movies ever existed, people, fans were making it like still shot by shot. Yeah. Like stop motion. Yeah. So th- it was a thing that like helped you do it. So I was always like, like I, I tried it, I dabbled with it, but I was like still like a kid, but I always thought like, Oh, that would be a pretty cool thing that people started making like different films. things with it. And then years later, it's like, it is everyone has been doing it. Look at YouTube. I'm sure. Like, I mean, think we're going to see other spinoffs of other franchises that lego have i yeah. can imagine down the line absolutely yeah so much of that i mean depends on on the success of of these subsequent movies right um and you know the lego movies success um completely i think shocked a whole lot of people and and certainly paved the way for something like this um you know we can maybe talk about the future of the franchise after that but it, it doesn't seem like there are future plans for for lego films but certainly this was the second iteration and i would deem that this this was pretty successful as well i just sent uh, in the uh, chat yeah room. yeah <laughs> way just sent me the the set that i had yeah it's called lego movie studios scary laboratory it was my man if i could get this i would probably cry of nostalgia uh and the western one wait while we're on the topic i had the wild wild west lego set in like Which it's one? gotta be i don't know it was like it was like a town it was like a town so what i did was, was it legoretto uh, was it I the big fortress it was a whole fortress of like wild wild west so what like i did brown? was like, yeah, yeah. And I would attach and then I oh, had like yeah. what, like a castle or parts of the city and I I took uh I took a ta- I found a table like on a street somewhere and I brought it home to make my in my room. Mm. I had this Lego like I was probably like 8 years old, 7 years old and had this like whole world in my living room. My mom thought I was pretty crazy, but she's like, "Hey, it's pretty creative that you're creating these things." But I loved Wild Wild West and I loved the scary laboratory one. Okay. And then I would I when I like uh, you know, I, I got into superheroes, but this is kind of they hadn't made the superhero ones quite yet. So I would make my own like the the the, the scary laboratory would come with spider webs. So I'd make a guy all red and use the spider yeah, webs. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, I try to to be all like that way has now found the, the wild. Wow. Wild You're one. quick at this way. He knows his Lego. I've, that, I mean, I've that's a classic set. That's know? the one like, I had. It still gets talked about. Fort, yeah, Fort Lego Redo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How much does that go for? Now? Okay. Jesus. Well, way I, I had only one Lego set okay. as a kid, and I had a bunch of other just like bricks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it was uh, Forbidden Island. I managed to find it. Wow. it was like pirates, hmm. and there's like Didn't a know. like a like a watchtower. And my favorite bit is there's like a dungeon. So you got a trap door, and you can drop people into the dungeon. Whoa! Um, oh, you're wow! That's wonderful. This that's is crazy. a this is a classic one as well, man. That's it. Okay, that very oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I think I've seen... I had parts You had of a monkey one. with a little gun. Yeah. Had a parrot. 
It's great. I, I loved. I love this. Wait, what about you? What as a kid? Not talking ones you have now, but as a kid, you didn't play with them as a kid too much. I I, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, but you know, like like in wrestling, we we kind of have our kid periods, and then we have our dark ages, and then we come back. <laughs> you know, some of us come back as adults, but yeah, as a kid, I I really had everything. You know, my my appreciation for Lego, um, I think even predates my birth because like I have two older brothers who started the collection before I was even born. So the first set that they ever had was this thing called like, you know, now people call it the big yellow castle. It was released, I believe in the seventies. So, um, it was really kind of like the first, yeah. If you just like, you know, like Google big yellow castle, this is like, you know, this was like, I think among the first, um, I don't know, theme sets that they, they created that weren't just generic bricks. This was 1978. And, uh, yeah, just this like massive thing that, you know, with so, so like growing up, I had like, you know, a big collection that I, I would have myself, but I would always have these like random yellow pieces. And it wasn't until in the future where I realized they are all originated from. So um, it's to me like this is a bit of a white whale that, you know, someday I kind of hope to own in, right. in good condition if possible. Um, but yeah, you know, this would probably be my favorite. But I'll say like as an adult. You know, my interest is is a lot more in like some of the adult theme sets. You know, I love the modular buildings that take advantage of a lot of more like advanced building techniques. And um, there's there's a whole lot of like really interesting math in like modern Lego construction where it's not simply stacking, you know, brick on top of brick. But it's like people deal with like half plate techniques that give, give you and like side angles and things like that that really just like, you know, hit the nerd part of me like really yeah. well. Yeah, I got really like, I, you're kind of right. Cause I, I was a kid. I played with all this Lego. And then of course, like I kind of grow up and stuff, but then I started like getting, I got a Lego set. It was a Star Wars one, like as a gift from someone. So I put it together and like put it on like a shelf in my room. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. So I started buying more Star Wars sets and I would put them like on my, in my room, at, like to look pretty cool. But then uh, I remember I was eventually moving and I was like, I don't really know if I want like to keep this Lego. So I gave all my Lego sets away, including the Wild West one and everything mm. to back in packaging and stuff. I gave it to my younger cousin who then years later went and sold it all and said he made like almost two grand. No, all the Legos like he had a lot, too. Uh, I never had the Death Star, but I feel like that is like an ultimate goal for a lot of Lego people. It just looks so bad. I feel I kind of want a set of just anything just to do while watching TV because I find I just True. fucking scroll on my phone way too much, like looking at nothing Gotta just to do one. something while I'm watching TV. And I think I need something to kind of just kind of well, keep like, my hands busy. Yeah. Oy, oy. But, I mean, yeah. you know, Lego, like throughout the pandemic, I think has really uh, seen it's uh, really started to cater more towards its adult market to the point where like, you know, they have a theme called Lego for adults. And even its marketing now is very much targeted using Lego to sort of like um, pr- present itself as some sort of um, almost like a meditative therapeutic um, uh, yeah. d- tool for adults. So, um, there are a lot of people maybe thinking the way that you do, and, you know, Lego has been looking to take advantage. I said Lego Death Star, but I think I meant Lego Millennium Falcon. De- the, isn't Death Star, Death Star what bigger, Ned has in, in Spider-Man? Spider-Man? I, think, yeah. I don't know. Have you seen the video where the Star Wars fan, they were promoting Force Awakens and, right. and Harrison Ford's on one of the late night shows and okay. they bring one of their like staff oh, yeah, has yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the Millennium Falcon Lego and they give it to Harrison Ford and he just <laughs> fucking drops it and it shatters. Yeah, that's oh, hilarious. Man. 
Yeah, I I I love Lego, and then I I kind of got out of it. Wait, you you gave me uh, a Lego set actually. When when you gave me the Scooby Doo set, Scooby Doo set. Yeah, mm-hmm. we still have it over there on the TV over there, the mystery machine. I regret not buying the Back to the Future DeLorean. Uh, I had it in my hands in a Toys Toys R Us in Times Square, and I was like, ah, do I want to spend like forty American on it? And I put it down, and now I I, I don't want to. I, I, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lego, like, I mean, they're incredibly smart in its marketing and, and every set essentially becomes a collector's item because everything has a limited run. So like, you know, something like the DeLorean is, is worth, you know, several times its value right now. Um, and that's just part of like, I would say sometimes it's unhealthy, honestly. Like there's a real <laughs> hype culture surrounding Lego that like, you know, f- they, they definitely make use of FOMO as a way to, to market itself and, Anyway, it's it's part yeah. of it. it's part of why why it's such an addictive hobby if you're really into it. I'm looking now. The Millennium Falcons going for 180 dollars oh. on on Amazon. That's not bad. Well, what? no, that's de- insane. Depends on the Falcon. You're probably looking at the smaller one. I'm looking at um, the Rise of Skywalker Falcon. Like, is it big? Uh, no, thirteen hundred pieces. Look up UCS Millennium Falcon. That's the one that was featured <laughs> on the Conan episode. <laughs> okay. the, the, is, oh, it's Conan O'Brien. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's big, the giant Lego thing. It's like far this. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like a And it's Jeep. far more expensive. 1300 or something, I would imagine. Okay. UCS Millennium Falcon. Uh, so there's a new sale. iteration of it that's been released for like 900 Canadian. Oh, jeez. Okay. 900. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And that's because it's still in production. Like once it goes off market, it's, it's probably going to be a whole lot more. It's going to be more than our rent. That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. insane. I mean, you you love Lego. You had Lego flowers at your mm-hmm. your wedding. You had Lego setup. When you walked in, you got to see a little Lego setup. I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thought it was great. Nice little touch. Thanks. Every That's everything part, Lego. I mean, I would say at this point, it's kind of a part of my identity. It's a part of my screen name. You know, a lot of people might not might not realize zero nine three seven flipped upside down is Lego. Yeah. So you blew, that blew my mind when I heard that recently. I was like, That's I always insane. assumed it was like some date or whatever. But what does Lego mean, way? Uh, leg got, which is Danish for play well. Yeah, but you didn't know that either. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know what you Lego know. means to me? Family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, Thank I mean, you. kind of circling back around to Lego Batman, because like the move, the, the Lego movie had like all these other like characters mm. brought in here, whereas this is Lego Batman. Is there any, do you have any Batman Lego sets? Because I could imagine the Batmobile being a pretty cool, like maybe yeah, the, tum- I mean, the Tumblr. Lego Batman is really like, uh, I would say a, a bit of a goldmine, I think for, for the Batman, uh, the Lego company. So much so that I, every year there's cer- a certain quota of DC sets. And I would say a good half, if not more than that, is dedicated to Batman, uh, because they know it sells. So I, I have like, I think I have like the, what's, what's it, the, the, the Zack Snyder version of, of the Batman. I mean, they've released every single version of this thing, including the Burton ones. They've released the Adam West, uh, version of the Batmobile, the Robert Pattinson one, of course, they have already. So I at least have one. Yeah. I, I managed to go to, uh, there's like, there was a fan expo. We live right near, uh, the Metro Convention Center in Toronto. So my buddy of mine had an extra ticket. So he's like, I'll come for a few hours. I was like, literally walked over and I didn't buy anything except there was a stand and they were popping all day. It was huge. They make custom Lego things. So they got like all these characters. So I came home with, I have a Lego, what there's, I got you a Lego Freddie Freddie Mercury. Mercury. I got a Lego, uh, 
Here's what Michael Myers. Michael Myers, uh, Leatherface. Wow, cool. And like all these, I got an Elvis for my mom. Like they had any any character or like real people c- characters from movies. They had them, and then they had like power. Like they had everything. If if they're not like clearly they make them themselves, but like probably illegal. It's probably very legal. Like they use real Lego pieces, but they like use professional things to paint over. Like okay. it, I, you would cool. you would not know it wasn't made by them, but like mm-hmm. it looks sweet. Like this one literally has a chainsaw with it, which I didn't know there was Lego chainsaws. I've seen the set I want. What is it? And uh, we, we've talked on these Batman reviews of our our kind of favorite villains that have made, never made it to screen until this one. True. Uh, we're going to be talking about Calendar Man. <laughs> yes. <and> Egghead. <laughs> yeah. And there's an Egghead set. That's fucked. Um, <laughs> where he's got his like little robot thing he's in. But what I love is, you know, you have like the hairpiece on the Legos. Yeah. This is just an extra head yeah. you put on top <laughs> to, to make, make it, it round. Cone. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And I'm sure it comes with like the fried egg Legos and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So good. Uh, I mean, yeah, a Lego Batmobile still lo- looks the cool. I just quickly searched that, and there's so many different ones. You're totally right. Like, different iterations of it. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was one of the driving forces of, of this movie's creation. The fact that Lego could, of course, you know, benefit from selling a toy, basically, of every single thing that you see in this movie. And there's a lot of it. What What is something that hasn't been made in Lego that you would want, Way? You know, people often bring up like, oh, would you love to see like wrestling WWE reflected in Lego? And I don't know if I really would because, I mean, it's not as like grained. Like so often it's just guys like in in their underwear. Mm. And, and I don't know if that translates to, you know, like kind of miniature dolls too well. So um, let me try to think. Because um, I, I remember, I, I yeah, I, I gave I gave a lot of stuff like random Lego sets and pieces to like my younger half brothers as well. So when they were growing up, they're a lot younger than me playing Lego with them and stuff. I, I got them into wrestling and I, we would make like wrestling rings and, mm. and wrestlers and, and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. Most of the time they just be looking like they're either in pants or in trunks underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do some fun ones. You, you could, could do have cool like ones. hangman and a little horse and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like you? undertaker, Kane, yeah. stone cold. There was some, the the main character. I'm I'm still surprised there hasn't been. You've seen I've seen people try to make like fake ones and stuff like the ones I have mm. here, but there's never been like real WWE. There's been what like the the ripoff brands, like the the fake Lego. What is Mega Blocks? Yeah, I don't know. Mega Blocks has done it, but like WWE has kind of their own done their own like uh, yeah yeah bl- side block thing. There's a great Instagram and Twitter uh, by this this uh, this woman named Astrid who does a lot of custom toy configurations and but she'll like dedicate so much time and attention to creating like you know lego versions of like indie wrestling stars like she makes like a nick gauge uh like i'm looking at one right here her instagram is asui88 a-s-s-u-i-88 and like you know like like everybody she's made she's been a hayabusa and what uh, oh wow yeah yeah yeah, it's it's really awesome there's a nick gauge one with a pizza cutter Oh, these are very cool. <laughs> They're so great. Because when when I when I was like again really really young again probably like seven or eight playing Lego, I what I took different pieces from different sets and and all that stuff and I made a, a Lego Lego miniature of what like I thought looked like my mom, and to this day she still has it like oh. on her office. She keeps that's it in adorable. The, like, she still has it. So I got her this oh, Elvis cute. to go with it. But yeah, that is another Lego bit in my life. Should we talk about some Lego Batman? I think so. All the Lego talk. Well, let's go to Lego Batman, the movie 
That's right. Uh, this movie is just from a few years ago, actually. It's from... 2017? 2017. That's not, it feels like a long time ago, and I feel like there'll be a second one on the way if there isn't planned already. But Lego Batman... I don't know about that, actually. You know? No? Like, I haven't heard any rumblings, at least. So, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure about that. I think the Lego... The sequel to the Lego, the Lego movie, movie didn't do out. too well, did okay. it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it might halt things a bit. I feel like it's more of a because we we did a review of the Star Wars like multiverse one they yeah. did a few last year or whatever, and I feel like that would work better, like Disney Plus specials or something, something so. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Lego Batman movie. There is we mentioned Will Arnett is our bats in this movie, and he kind of voices and talks throughout the whole thing, but. I mean, he's great, but there are so many other people in this movie that we'll go through because there's like cameos and little things that looking up the names, I'm like, oh, that's who that is yeah. and, and so forth. But it starts with Will Arnett's grass, growly voice. Mm. Bojack. Uh, Job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, black. All movies start with a black screen. I won't do that the whole show. Uh, and then DC, the house that Batman built when the logos are cut. He's basically talking mm. about it. He's not wrong. He's, he, he throws lots of digs at Superman in this movie. He says, it, you, you, you hear, if you want to make the world a better place, you got to take a look at yourself and make a change. Yeah. It's the theme of this movie. And he, he says it's his own quote. <laughs> Doesn't credit MJ for that. Michael Jackson, Batman. Batman. <laughs> so, so, so immediately, you know, you, you get the sense that number one, this is a, I would say a breaking of a fourth wall type of film. Um, it, and it's, I mean, a Michael Jackson quote, I'm sure many children would know about it, but I would say it's probably a, a, a line in a joke that's, that's a bit more targeted towards, you know, uh, a bit older uh, of a de- demographic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we get to hear the song later, of course. You know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I I also wanted to to mention, um, Davey, you mentioned Robot Chicken. The director of this film, Chris McKay, actually used to work uh, as a producer, director, and editor on Robot Chicken. Um, oh, okay, that makes a lot so, of sense. And so, you know, some of the comedy has a very similar feel. Chris McKay was also the animation director, and it sounds like he was actually, you know, a real hands-on, almost like co-director level type of a uh, uh, um, person for the original Lego Movie as well. Well, I mean, Seth Green is also a little cameo in this he, as well. He's in here as well, he plays, yeah. He plays King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we see Lego Batman here. This movie is so colorful and so like crazy and intricate. Like The, the design going into this is very fantastic, very well done and bright and fun. We get to see all these uh, Batman villains, like you mentioned, the rogues gallery here, and it's stacked. Of course, we got... People like Joker, Riddler, Scarecrow, Bane, Two-Face. They're all showing up Clayface. here. Clayface. Clayface is there. Mr. Freeze. Poison Ivy. Polka Dot Man. Yes. King Tut. Yep. Egghead. <laughs> yes. Uh, Clock King and Calendar Man. Crazy Quilt, Eraser, King Tut. Yeah. All of, like, pretty much every single Batman villain is represented here. These are all villains that, like, I would say even some of the most, like, diehard of, of comic book fans. I bet you W.H. Park might not even be aware of some of these villains, but they all have existed canonically in the comics. Um, never did I think anybody imagine that they would, you know, there would be any other iteration than, you know, that one particular issue, perhaps. But they brought out some of the most ridiculous ones here for cameo appearances. And yes, they made toys of all of them. Uh, but maybe, maybe the most, maybe underappreciated one coming out of this way might be Billy D. Williams being cast as Two Face. Mm, yes. This is a reference, of course, to, um, 
a, an original casting that was supposed to take place for one of the Tim Burton films that never ended up happening. So he played right? Harvey Dent yeah. in the Tim Burton films. Right. And then when it came to Joel Schumacher, he was eventually meant to be Two-Face. And then they recast him with Tommy Lee Jones. And he's <laughs> been mm. bitter about it all this time. Didn't they still pay him, though? I think so, yeah. I think they paid him not yeah, to do it. Yeah, we talked about it in the... Yeah, some, in the Batman some, forever. Some trivia there. He got paid to not be in a movie, and so did one of the Waynes brothers. They're like, here's a few thousand dollars. Sorry, you're actually not Robin. And he was wow. like, okay, cool. I get paid to not. One of the Waynes something. brothers is supposed to be Robin? Yeah, crazy. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is some crazy cameos. Billy D. Williams playing Two-Face. Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. Yeah. In 2017. Who, and she's going to hmm. play a... Just in a couple of months. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Kate Michucci. I've seen her in a bunch of comedy sketches. Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. Yeah, I, I love her. She's Clayface. Um, there's, there's, I get, there's some Eddie Izzard is Vold, Voldemort. Sorry, he comes later. You've got uh, uh, Jenny Slate and Jason Manzukas, who are like best known in like Big Mouth, but do a lot of sitcoms. Uh, they're Harley Quinn and Scarecrow. Right. So there's a, a lot of like, well-known voice actor comedians in this as well. Yeah. Uh, Conan stacked, O'Brien as the Riddler. Ca- <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ginger Riddler. Uh, Will Arnett says that the voice he uses for Batman is uh, when he's like trying to be serious with his kids. He always puts on this deeper, hey, gruffer voice when he's being me. serious. But uh, <laughs> obviously a few of these people would have come in for just half a day's work and recorded their lines or probably even just done it from home and sent in. Uh, but Will Arnett would need to be there a lot longer because this fucks your voice up doing this kind yeah. of thing. And he said, like, the, the rapping later on was really hard to do uh, <laughs> with this voice and just, like, singing and shouting and all that. It would really take a toll on it, which I can imagine because yeah. just mimicking it for these shows, we always kind of cough after. It hurts after, yeah. yeah. It's rough. Yeah, and, we, uh, and, yeah. And getting out of the rogues gallery, one of the oddest um, castings that I, I think um, – from this movie for me was Mariah Carey as the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was, it, I, I, I saw the name flash up and I was like, wait, wait, Mariah Carey and quickly had to look it's at It's just like, why it. not? You feel yeah. like she's just walking down I, the corridor one day and they're like, Hey, do you want to just record someone quick? She's Mariah? like, look, between the months of January and October, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. I'm free. Trust I, me. I, I get the sense like, um, like at least with Conan O'Brien, I mean, I, I think he simply, um, let the director know that his kid, his kids or that he loved the Lego movie. And so they just decided to find a role for him. I don't know if that was similar for Mariah Carey or not, but, uh, it's, it's funny either way when you find and- it. And of course, yeah, and the Joker, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. So, I mean, Joker and Will Arnett going at each other is quite funny. But there's other voices that will show up. After naming the rogues gallery, they do joke like, hey, that's worth a Google. Like, go, yeah. go Google all these names. Well, they, they do the main ones pretty slowly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they come out and do their entrance. And then it's like, and this guy, this guy, this, this, guy, guy, this, this guy, guy, this guy, this guy. <laughs> Killer Croc, too. Uh, Joker's got this bomb, and he's going to send Gotham into eternal abyss and uh, the mayor, as we mentioned, Mariah Carey, she's there. So Batman's going to fight the Joker. And we get one of our first, I'd say, and biggest uh, callbacks to an old Batman movie. Because Lego Batman's kind of got the original Tim Burton Batman costume, but with the glowy eyes of Batfleck from Batman v Superman. Yes. And then the the score is very much imitating Hans Zimmer's yeah, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight trilogy. 
We see Batman saying, hey, Joker, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. A shout out to Mr. Michael Keaton. And uh, we hear one of many songs through the movie, uh, the Batman song. Mm. And it's just Batman. While he's fighting all these criminals, he's like, uh, there's lyrics such as, why does who who does the sickest backflips ever? Batman. Who is the most awesome? Batman. You think my muscles are big? You haven't seen my brain. Batman. <laughs> who uh, always pays his taxes? Not, Not Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got like a shot of uh, the Joker leaning out the car, very like the Heath Ledger, yeah. and uh, they recreate it with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, and the, the song kind of resembles the Adam West Batman thing because it's like, who does this? Batman. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Poison Ivy's trying to kill him, so he's just giving her all these penguins that are dying. No animals were harmed. He's taking the 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 penguins, penguins. Yeah, and making them. Yeah, no Lego penguins were harmed. Yeah, this song's great. Yeah, the Batman song. Even Bane. The Bane is imitating Tom Hardy. They 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 got some guy who just does this. Is Doug Benson? Yeah, yeah, super high me. Podcast uh, oh, comedian wow. who always did this impression, so they hired him based on that. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. I didn't realize, yeah, because he he would always do the Bane voice, right? He's very yeah. funny. Uh, Batman and, and Superman, uh, sorry, Batman and Joker catch up with each other, and he's trying to stop the Joker before the bomb goes off. And he says, "It's either stop your your you know your biggest enemy." Or save the city. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? Wait a second. What do, you, what do you mean my biggest enemy? He's like, well, I'm, I'm your biggest enemy. No, no, you're not. It was like, yeah, I'm your greatest enemy. I'm, yeah. I'm the Joker. You're Batman. Take Team Taz out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, actually, uh, I, 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 I fight around. I yep. like to fight around. And the Joker's a little taken aback by this. Like, what, what do you mean you fight around? We, me and you are like, we do this, we do this together. This is like our relationship. Uh, sorry, says Batman. I don't do ships, no relationships for the bats. And there is no us. I don't need you, Joker. And this Jeez. brings a tear to the Joker's yeah. eye. This is the meanest thing he's ever heard in his life. And Batman ends with, you mean nothing to me. No one does. And then goes and defuses the bomb. But wow. lets the Joker get away. But Joker's just heartbroken. Yeah, we feel a little sorry for this supervillain. They're clearly playing on like the whole, hey, I thought we were in a relationship. What? No, no, no. I'm still seeing other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in particular, it really hits on, you know, the idea popularized by uh, Alan Moore's ki- killing joke that the Batman and the Joker are two sides of the same coin. And they're both equally traumatized from their past, but they simply decide to lash out in different ways yet both need each other in order to really coexist and be who they are uh this of course you know paradises it and and you know explicitly says it using sort of like you know this relationship um romantic relationship sort of a, a feel to it but it's 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 something that is i think very you know close to any iteration of the batman joker uh, relationship i i i think the killing joke is the best graphic novel still like I, I love that one i still have that one i make sure i always have it it's dark but it's good uh um well so the joker gets away and he's really sad here that batman kind of just threw him away he's like uh my greatest villain is actually uh my greatest foe is not you it's uh superman yeah that's who it is superman and he's like well superman's not even a, not even a bad guy ah, i still I hate that guy I hate, I hate i fight him a lot so it's okay 
Uh, we go to Wayne Manor, which in this movie is... I, I, there's this big celebration because Batman now the day. Celebrate, uh, saved the day. And there's this Italian chef who like congratulates him. <laughs> and Batman just goes, prego, prego. <laughs> <laughs> just made me chuckle. Uh, Wayne Manor is on Wayne Manor Island. Yeah. Like he gets his own fucking island in this. When it's scene, Lego. Right? You get your little island <laughs> yeah, set. Don't I guess. You? Yeah. So it's Wayne Manor Island, and uh, he goes home. He flies in with the Bat Gear and the Batmobile, but he needs the password to get through into the Bat Cave. Please enter password from Siri, his voice activated thing, and his password is Iron Man sucks. <laughs> and goes in. Uh, Alfred has left out his lobsters to be microwaved, and then just shows back. What is it? <laughs> lobster thermidor, which is, I guess, microwavable lobster. Uh, I don't, I've never eaten it, but wow. I, I, I mean, I like lobster, but I don't know if I don't I've, know if I'd, I've had lobster, but a I lot mean, of times I, I, I love try it. everything once. I guess yeah, sure. Okay, well, lobster thermidor is a French dish of a lobster meat cooked in a rich wine sauce, stuffed back into a lobster shell and browned. Oh, this sounds fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it good does shit. Sound great. Yeah. So he's just living his sad Batman Bruce Wayne life here. I mean, in our ratings, we don't do we don't do Batcave. We should maybe, but yeah. this is one of the best Batcaves. And I love huge. how he's like in a little sailboat <laughs> in the middle of the water eating this lobster. Yeah. And you see all his other bat boats just around yeah, him. Yeah, he's got yeah. like a huge bat, bat ship, harbor, like a bat sub. <laughs> like it is. It's Bat Harbor in this cave. Look great. I, I, I love this particular scene because, you know, in contrast to the, to the big musical number that you saw right before this, it's a big celebration. Everybody loves Batman. The contrast is in the Batcave, there's no music. It's just, it's pretty much dark and it's just a lonely man eating his microwavable lobster watching Jerry Maguire. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it shows it, it, real, like the actual movie, not <laughs> like the not only non Lego thing in this movie is yeah. like, watching. And he Lego. has like very human issues, like all of us, like hitting an extra zero on the microwave by accident and then having to correct it so it doesn't say 20, it says t- two. And then standing in front of the microwave as he's waiting for his food to heat up, you know, like it's, it's and he's so always stupid. in the cow as well. Yeah, he's always <laughs> in the bat mask, but he's got like a, a robe on, yeah, as well. Like, this is the best that he's still- I want. This, I need this Lego <laughs> version of him. It's just the robe and the bat mask. It's so funny. They did well, release he, it, yeah. Yeah, they really? did. Okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, he's watching Jerry Maguire in his bat theater, which, again, is And that sweet. isn't uh, Heath Ledger's Joker quotes Jerry Maguire. You complete he? he says, you complete me. Yeah, so yeah. a good choice of scene. It's, uh, <laughs> good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Alfred shows up. You and, had me at hello. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. it. He shows up. Alfred shows up here and, and kind of accidentally scares him. And he's like, hey, he's basically doing the pep talk Alfred always does in all these movies. And this is Ray Fiennes. Ray playing Fiennes this, playing Alfred um, here. Who is then the third Academy Award winner to, play, to Alfred. play Alfred. That's crazy. Well, he's here. He's like, hey, I've seen you through the years. Again, everything in any Batman pop culture thing is canon in this movie. Yeah. He's like, I've been I've been looking after you for 74 years. Like, why don't you get a new family already? <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> it's pretty much what he said. It's like, were you looking at your family photos? You, no, I wasn't like, nah, doing that. Nah, nah. <laughs> was I? You no. being sad about your family again? Bruce keeps looking at this photo. Was this taken right before the parents I were killed? So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a selfie, like, outside the theater with his mom. <laughs> Uh, everything everything in this movie and and much like the original lego movie like sort of the 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 meta uh revelation is that it's all 
adventures seen through the eyes of a child. And so <laughs> this movie is very much, I think, following up on that in that it's everything is so dumbed down and to almost like a very pure, like simple form. Um, that you can you can understand maybe all of this stuff is is created by a child in, inside a child's mind. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it gets yeah, Lego. absolutely. That's what they would do with it, they'd make these little, they play with it and do all these things. Uh, there's a tuxedo party. I mean, well, he's they, got- they show uh, as Alfred saying, like, I saved you in all this. You see clips from all the all the movies. movies. So you yeah. have like Batman v Superman. <laughs> you have uh, the Michael Keaton ones. You have got the yeah. Dark Knight trilogy, uh, and they even show Adam West's, which they don't bother animating with uh, with Lego <laughs> because it's already it's, a cartoon. It's ridiculous <laughs> enough on its yeah. own. Yeah, there'll be more. And it's him doing the, yeah, the, the dancing. <laughs> So uh, he's getting ready to go to a party and he, he's watching the TV and we see the news and it's Superman on TV. But Superman's played or voiced by Channing Tatum, mm. who's talking about how great he is to be Superman and, and that he's put all the world's best villains in the Phantom Zone so yes. that they can't attack the world again. And Superman acknowledges that he wouldn't be Superman if it wasn't for Zod. Like him facing yeah. Zod has made me what I am. And Joker's watching this on TV. Like, see, he gets it. Yeah. He so gets they're it. both watching like, man, Mike, why Superman understands. Yeah. You need, you know, you need your other. Meanwhile, Bane is trying to make a CD rack behind him and just <laughs> smashes it all. Just a nice little sight gag. Um, but yeah, they're at Jim Gordon's retirement. He's That's retiring. Right. He's retiring. And there's going to be a new commissioner and it's Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this. Rosario, Rosario Dawson again. She's on everything. Go Big Show. Um, yeah, so Rosario Dawson's here, and uh, she's she's the new uh, commissioner. We're going to be. We also see that there's a, a kid at this party because there's what there's orphan. It's there's an orphans. There's always orphans. In there's always Batman, orphans in Batman. Yeah. yeah, he's the most famous orphan of all time. Yeah, right? I mean Bruce is pretty famous as well. I mean, yeah, Bruce is the biggest. Oh, I thought yeah, you meant Robin. Yeah, he's second. Okay, yeah. Um, so Batman's like di- not paying attention to the kid talking to him, Dick Grayson. And he's like kind of staring, checking out Barbara. Yeah, he's looking at Barbara. So Dick's asking him all these questions and he's just going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Yep. And Dick's like, Oh, Hey, do you think like you could like adopt you know, me? Adopt me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? And, like not listening to him. He's like, Whoa. Okay. Wow. So this kid's ready to change his life and move in with. And this is Michael Sarah. Right, Michael Sarah playing Robin. Robin, and the way he's animated, his his like doll has these huge eyes, just yeah. emphasizing how like young and naive he is. Uh, but yeah, Robin's pretty great in this. So it's Jobin and, uh, and George Michael, George Michael yeah. from Arrested Development. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe like I believe it was the director went through Will Arnett to try to get Michael Sarah to to agree, and obviously he immediately did. I mean, how could you not? That's so I want to. I want to see that meeting, like Michael Sarah and Will Arnett going for coffee, and being like, "Hey, do you want to be in a Batman film?" Michael Sarah's like, "Absolutely." Like, do you want to be Robin? Yes. It's it's going to be Lego. You all right with that? Ah, uh, all right, okay. <laughs> like, it's crazy that they're both in. I love the first few seasons, particularly of Arrested, mm. and I mean, Arnett's from Toronto, and Sarah's from like Brampton, so it's pretty crazy. I wonder if they they were. You know, hanging around. Yeah. Look at them now. Look at them now. Toronto boys playing Batman and Robin in Lego. 
so yeah, so he's gonna uh, adopt Dick without him even knowing it. And I love how he says, what does he say? He's like, oh, my my name's uh, Richard Grayson, but my friends call me Dick. And mm-hmm. Batman's like, ah, well, kids can be cruel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barbara Gordon talks to the people of Gotham and says she wants to get rid of Batman. Because every time Batman gets involved, like, bad thing, we need to get rid of him. So can't, we can't have these vigilantes yeah. going around. Same I think story. I think her specific thing was saying was that like he's been around for seventy plus years, and yet these villains are still terrorizing the city. It's mm. it, nothing's gotten better. So what is yeah. exactly has the man done? Well, maybe she's right because the ba- all these bad guys show up now again. The Joker leading the charge with all the classic villains here, and well, Batman uh, he's got to he's got to step in to try to save the day. And uh, Barbara is kind of like helping him fight some bad guys here. She's holding her own, beating up these bad guys. Uh, but the Joker just surrenders. He's like, no, 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 I'm not here to fight. I just want to surrender. They, uh, when Bruce, because Bruce is there in as Bruce Wayne, and uh, he kind of calls. Um, there's a little thing in the bat in the car earlier right. where uh, Alfred is telling him to take off his his cowl and he's like i don't know what that is and he's like take off your he refuses to say the word mask he's like take off your armored like face covering or something like that and so when bruce is like jumping out the window like gonna change Change. into batman and his his mask is very like kind of iron man it like will come and then rip off his his top and be batman he's having to say it like in in alfred's way to get it and alfred's being all pissy about it it's like we'll talk about this later so he changes in. It's a classic Batman. We've seen all these past movies where he's escaping the party and has to yeah. change and stuff. So, of course, you see it here. But the Joker and all the bad guys, they say they surrender. We don't want to fight anymore. So they're a little confused. So And they- Batman's got – he's in, like, the, the thing from Avatar, one of these armored, like, robot-walking things. This like, he's crazy. got them beat. And they're like, ah, we're, we're not fighting you. We surrender. Yeah. So all the bad guys are arrested. All of them. All of them. All the bad guys here are are gone. So Batman's just bored. He's got nothing to do now. We hear one is the loneliest number because he's just, what is his life? He's spying on Arkham Asylum through the windows and like just always, like he's got nothing to do. Yeah, there's this big kind of celebration because all the, the villains have gone. And I was trying to find out, I couldn't see it, but one of the just random Lego characters, just civilians, goes, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And someone else is like, be with your family. I'm pretty sure it was Trey Parker or Matt Stone, one oh. of these, because it sounded just like a South Park character. Right. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but I couldn't see anything. So unless it's uncredited, yeah. but it was just this one line sounded right out of South Park. Um, well, Batman's sad now. And Alfred is like, look, I'm shutting down access to your computer until you raise this son. He's like, sorry, my son? I don't have a son. He's like, yeah, don't you, you remember you adopted him? And it turns into Dick Grayson being shoved into the Batcave. Just, Alfred's just like, ah, here you go. You can be Robin, <laughs> essentially. So, so he's there. He's going through all these different costumes of things. He's like, all right, well, if you're going to be my son, you need to, because he thinks he's being adopted by Bruce and by Batman. Yeah. Um, two dads. So they're going through all these costumes. And then he's like, how about Reggae Man? This one suits you. <laughs> and it's the, it's the Robin costume, which is obviously kind of your red, yellow, and green, which I guess are kind yeah. of Jamaican <laughs> reggae colors. And, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, this, this one's great, except the pants are a bit tight. So he rips off the tights, thus having the, the classic Robin just <laughs> wife front, like, underwear. Wrestler trunks. And therefore he's got his, it's not a Robin costume, it's a reggae man Reggae costume, man. With the yeah. R on it and everything. So he has like different, like a conveyor belt sort of, of costumes. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I would love a Lego reggae man. Mm. They they did make that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. wonderful! Um, but I mean, it's you know, it's kind of like making fun of the trope of the superheroes having a litany of different outfits anytime there's a new movie that comes out, so that they yeah. can market a new toy, or like you know, even in the comic books, like Batman always having a special suit whenever he needs to, I don't know, go on a different caper. And um, here they just kind of take it to a crazy level where you have like this El Mariachi Batman costume, Mexican which Batman. <laughs> which um. Batman does say uh, is now culturally insensitive. Yeah, yeah he um, does say, oh, a little problematic. Like a silly scuba suit. There's like a boxing Batman. There's like a St. Patrick's Day Batman. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, and yes, they did make toy versions of all of those things. Uh, there is that anime, like the Batman Ninja thing. I, I watched that a while ago on Netflix. It was okay. a cartoon movie where it's like Batman and Joker, but like almost like in anime times oh. or something. Something crazy like that. And I remember as a young kid, I had some sort of batman samurai toy thing i don't know probably what the animation was anime style i think so yeah yeah well we also see some of his toys in the bat cave like the bat kayak (laughs) the bat dune buggy the bat space shuttle and the bat shark repellent yeah, <laughs> from the '66 film, and he's like, "Hey, that you don't you can touch that because it doesn't do anything. Like, literally, does not work." <laughs> well, he's gonna see uh, the sh- what's the name? The shark villain? Jaws. Jaws. Oh, it's just Jaws. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoilers. Not there. Sorry. You. Sorry. Uh, so Robin's now Robin. He's not uh, reggae man, but Batman decides, Robin, you're gonna help me. You're small, and you can get into small places so you're gonna help me steal from superman and uh robin's just excited that one of his dads are like helping him out and says it's raining dads <laughs> uh so they go to the uh what's superman's isolation the, there fortress of solitude fortress of solitude yeah. of course and batman's playing up like all right i'm gonna distract him he's here by himself he's lonely he sucks no one likes superman and you like go sneak in and steal this uh phantom projector thing for this phantom land zone so he rings superman's fortress of solitude doorbell and it's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the superman <laughs> thing superman opens up and he's like oh bruce uh or batman didn't expect you to come on and he's like oh sorry i you know didn't know and then he kind of goes in and, and it's superman's channing tatum yeah again yeah yeah who so reprises <laughs> his role from the uh, original lego yes, movie actually the movie yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out Superman actually is quite popular because it's a party. It's the 57th anniversary of the Justice League party, and all of them are here. Yeah. And they're all just having a ball, and it's like a record scratch, and they look, oh, Batman's here. And they're like, oh, we meant to invite you. We, oh, something man. with the emails. You know, sometimes the emails just don't come through. Uh, Green Lantern, played by Jonah Hill, <laughs> just hanging around here. And uh, then they're like, oh, let's get with the party. And uh, what, DJ Wonder Dog, the Superman dog is the DJ. Right. <laughs> so many little things here. But yeah, so Batman's kind of mad that he wasn't invited. Yeah. Um, sorry, just in the, in the scene before where Robin picks his name as yeah. Robin, 
uh, Batman's like, sorry, Robin, as in the small, frail Midwestern bird? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, okay. I think he's saying, tweet, tweet, it's me on the street. <laughs> it's a sketch phrase. But yeah, it's great seeing the whole Justice League yeah. here. And clear, clearly everyone thinks Batman's a bit of a dick because they... They didn't invite him to this party. Yeah, uh, Adam Devine, Devine uh, as the Flash. There's just all these other like characters and, and all the Justice League, but they're just partying. They don't really. It shows that Batman's kind of on his own mm. isolation. You know, he doesn't work well with others here. But I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Robin eventually goes in there and does steal this Phantom Zone projector. So they get away with this thing. They steal the. The Phantom Projector. And Batman's plan is he's going to send Joker into the Phantom Zone because that will mm-hmm. put him there forever. To get rid of him for good. Yeah. yeah that's but, right. you know, of course, like throughout this entire caper, like he realizes, oh, okay, like I have some chemistry with this Robin, yet he's very reluctant to admit it because he, of course, doesn't like to work with others. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like family. He's scared. He's a lone wolf. Yeah, he doesn't want to have another family. He doesn't know how to deal with it. Well, he gets a projector. They go to Arkham Asylum, and uh, that's when they they he wants to like make it look seem like he's visiting the Joker. But then they sneak in, they bust in him and Robin, and then he sends Joker into the Phantom Zone. Ah, and uh, I mean Barbara's pretty mad and upset that like, hey, what what are you doing with with this kind of thing? He's like, I had to get rid of him. And she's kind of questioning him. And this is when he's like, yo, don't you know who I am? I'm Batman. I'm awesome. And then a short song kicks in, like another rap song here, uh, featuring Lil Dicky. Okay. <laughs> Shout out, Dave. Uh, the lyric, I've listened to this like 10 times today. I'm Batman. I'm awesome. I got a nine pack. I'm Batman. Love it. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, I have here. Get this man some pants. <laughs> yeah, because he he rips his his pants off to be like Robin as well. So he's got his legs well, exposed. Because his no. boots. Because when he was trying to get through the, uh, like when he had to take all the weapons out to get into Arkham, uh, through the uh, security, <laughs> right. he said his boots were attached to his pants, so the the whole thing had to come off. <laughs> It's like, I guess, going through TSA. And yeah, you're wearing, yeah, like, yeah. A guitar. <laughs> so he's pantsless the whole time. Yeah. So weird. And then it cuts to Robin sneaking in the thing. And it's like, uh, wait a second. And then they chase after him. And that's when, yeah, it's so, this is so ridiculous. So the Phantom Zone, it's basically like clouds and thunder and like almost like a multiverse black hole kind of thing where Joker is now in. This is like, you know, this movie's version of the Phantom Zone, which is, you know, like a, I guess a classic, um, Superman, um, you know, like, I guess similar in concept to the negative zone in, in Marvel comics, but just yeah. a, like sort of a black hole, I, I suppose, where a lot of villains, I don't know. I've never really read it, but the, the concept is here in the Phantom Zone is where every single bad guy from everything is kept. Or at least any bad thing from Warner Brothers. Any Lego. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> sure. It's Warner Brothers. Voldemort. You've got gremlins. You've got dinosaurs. You've got King Kong. This you've is got fuck. Sauron. Okay. Got- so, yeah. Let's do a, a roll call here. Is It must be Warner Brothers because it's like is Sauron. Warner, it must it's be. New Line, I have so Sauron. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, Eye of Sauron is from Lord of the Rings is here. Yeah. Like the gremlins from the gremlins. Jaws, the shark. Yeah. Uh, King Kong. 
I think is supposed to be Godzilla as well. Yeah, was it that or Jurassic Park? Well, there was Jurassic Park too with the T-Rex and the raptors. Uh, Dracula, Voldemort. So you've got... You've got Ray Fiennes in this film not playing Voldemort. It's Eddie Izzard instead. Uh, I believe funny. they wanted Ray, like like Chris McKay has said that he wanted Ray Fiennes, but they the studio didn't want to get too like you know uh, deliberate with the Harry Potterness of, of it all because yeah, they right. they realized J.K. Rowling was has been very um, I guess um, generous with allowing the IP to be to be used in the original Lego Movie with a uh, what's Dumbledore. And, and then in this one as well. So they, they wanted right. to at least. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, the agents from The Matrix. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Mr. Smith. And, Agent yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Medusa. Right. There's all like all these bad guys, all these creatures and people here. And Joker is like trying to sweet talk them all. Like, well, you're just happy of staying here in this phantom zone. Like, I have a plan and we're going to get out of this phantom zone. And when we do, we'll take over. The world will take over Gotham. All of us are the bad guys. That we it all starts with Batman. We just got to take out Batman. And well, so, some some of the fun of the original Lego Movie was the fact that, like, much like kids would do with their toys, they would take all the Lego with different IPs and they would put them all in the same you know universe to play with because everything, of course, is connected. Everything like one Lego set can mix with the other, and they they decided to follow that up here uh, as well with different IPs mixing them together in, in this finale of the movie. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And that's as a kid. Yeah, exactly what you do. Like I'd have my like wrestling figures play with Power Rangers against yeah like gargoyles. Of you know, it's it's what you do. Well, Harley Quinn on the outside in the real world always one step ahead with her her hubby, Mr. J, and helps Joker escape from the Phantom Zone with all the bad guys. They all come out of the Phantom Zone, mm. and it's wreaking havoc. Uh, the biggest havoc they do wreak is uh, Joker goes to Wayne Manor, Wayne Island, and, well, converts it to Joker Manor, no. Joker Island, but he rubs his butt all over your stuff. He says to Batman as his Joker's just walking around, rubbing his butt on all the Batcave gear. So evil. <laughs> this is like Step Brothers. Like, I'm going to put my balls on Absolutely, your yeah. <laughs> Kid version. Uh, so he does that. And he says, I guess we got to call this the Buttmobile now. And then does his evil laugh. Shout out Zach Galifianakis <laughs> as the Joker. Um, so Batman's in prison and all these things are happening now because... He, he went against Barbara. So Barbara's like, all right, like right, I'll let you out, but we got to solve this issue as, as a team, all of us together. You can't do this by yourself. And he says, hey, the, the bat in Batman stands for best at teamwork. So I can do this. He's the best at teamwork, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what he is. He gets a bat fax as well coming out of his cow, <laughs> um, telling him everything that's happened. What's going on? Yeah. With all the bad And guys. he beatboxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Batman and his new team of friends here, Barbara, Robin, and Alfred are all going to try to go back through the city of the chaos and try to go back to Wayne Manor to stop the Joker who's Mm -hmm. turned that into his lair. But uh, they all get in like some costumes here. Alfred just has the 60s Batman costume on hand. So I remember (laughs) but in the 60s Batman, Alfred... Like, I think Batman gets captured or something. So Alfred takes Where's the costume it, for, for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a callback to that. 
Uh, so it's the grey with the classic yellow so uh, bat in the middle. So they they're driving, going through the city. Yeah, the, the Batman's got that crazy like bat thing. You mentioned the the vehicle thing. The bat what the bat bat? I don't even know. The Scuttler. Scuttler. Okay. The bat Scuttler. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't know what it There's is. There's a line. It's like a, it's like a giant robotic dog, basically. Right. <laughs> controls yeah there's a line from batman as well where they're like trying to get a plan and he's like what am i gonna do get all the criminals together to fight the other criminals that's stupid that's a stupid idea and it's just like (laughs) it's kind of like they do in um the new spider-man film where they're taking digs at like yeah amazing spider-man 2 wasn't great like (laughs) kind of in in the dialogue it's like yeah suicide squad that that sounds a bit silly suicide squad was was like definitely the laughing stock of the time you know and and this didn't shy away from it my favorite suicide squad reference in this was when killer croc it was in the fight at the beginning and then like he does something completely like nonsensical and it's just killer croc saying I did something, which is like a criticism of like Killer Croc doing absolutely nothing in the original Suicide Squad. He just swims. I remember he swims at one point to get from A to B. I can't remember a whole end. lot about that film. It's not good. It's filmed in Toronto. It's yeah. not good. Uh, we decided not to. Batman wasn't featured enough in that movie to not justify yeah. us reviewing it. Uh, it was on TV the other day before Dynamite or something. That's right. So yeah. I watched the like last The new one is available it. now. I, the second I one is great. I love the new the one. one. The yeah. new one, yeah, I still, I, I still didn't like maybe connect with it as much, but it had, it was, it was better than the first one, I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Joe, sorry, Batman and the whole crew here go through the city. There's hot lava, as we mentioned. All these villains are just destroying the city. There's King Kong, Godzilla, all this stuff. Um, we go to Joker Manor, and Joker now is like going through Batman's things. He's like, oh, I found some secrets hidden in your Batcave, Bruce Wayne, and reveals Batman's DVD collection. Uh-oh. Relationship comedies. <laughs> <laughs> he starts naming all these like rom-coms that Batman has. Uh, most uh, noted here, Marley and Me, and then oh. a few of the other villains are like, oh, actually, that's a, that's a good movie. <laughs> uh, and then it, it works. I mean... Sorry? serendipity yeah. yeah no i mean it just works because i mean it just tells you like this is a character that longs for relationships and yeah. you know th- in spite of all the darkness what's serendipity is that with michael keaton no that's john cusack Joe. john cusack john cusack yeah that's right yeah <laughs> he's just got all these rom-com oh yeah, yeah, yeah um what's your favorite rom-com way oh god um are you a I, when I, harry I, met sally kind of guy yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Um, you what? know, I mean, of course, The Notebook is a classic. Is uh, The Notebook a rom com though? I don't think it's a rom. You're right. It's it's it's, a, it's straight up romance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. Five hundred days of summer. Does that count? It's kind yeah, of, that's that's a good one. There's some I, comedy. Just in it. just I, friends. I do like Love Actually. That's a good Love rom-com. Actually. Um, um, wedding Singer. Wedding Singer. Best Adam Sandler movie for sure. Crazy Stupid Love, that's a good one. Yeah, that's one, that one's all right, too. Yeah. Shout out rom-coms. Yeah. You need them in your life sometimes. Oh, they make you feel good. Sometimes. And sad at the same time. Yeah, sometimes they don't make yeah. you feel too good. Uh, be- spot- Spotlight of the Beautiful Mind. What's that movie, Jim Carrey? That is not Eternal a rom-com. <laughs> that is Eternal Sunshine. That is not yeah. a rom-com. <laughs> that's Sunshine. one of the most depressing films I've ever watched. Great <laughs> film, but... Her, her. <laughs> just pick all the sad <laughs> fucking lost in translation. That's my the favorite whole different genre. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they make fun of serendipity and, uh, Robin overhears Joker, like mo- talking to Batman and making fun of his movies. And even Robin's like, yo, serendipity. It's a great movie. Yeah. Like, uh, so Batman's now flying the Batwing through the air with all the other friends in the same seat. And they're like, why do you only have one seat in your, like in your, your gear? And he's like, well, cause I only have one butt. So why would I make other seats for other people? I work alone. Uh, another like little, I, I guess, like a, a funny nod is the gremlins are on the wing of the plane. Yes. It's like the Twilight Zone, yeah. the gremlins on the wing. Uh, so he's got to fight them. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. you're right. Wait, yeah. ex- explain it to me. I, what, what's the reference? Well, because gremlins is like a whole movie in itself. Mm. And they have... Uh-huh. It's crazy that they have, they must have this set then, a Lego gremlin set. Like, there is. Be, yeah, that'd yeah be there so is. Cool. There's a gizmo... Yeah. Toy. Well, yeah. so in the Twilight Zone episode where it's uh, Shatner. Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. We recently October, did. Yeah. We, yeah. We recently did a Twilight Zone like kind of marathon and podcast um, where like the famous creature, which does not look like anything like these gremlins, no. is is called like, a gremlin. Yeah. And it's on the wing. And that's when Shatner's like, there's something on the wing. It's a gremlin and stuff. So here he's like, oh, there's something on my wing. And it's literally it's these the gremlins. gremlins on the wing. So it's a wonderful little <laughs> reference. It's called Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. That was yeah. a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, Interesting. If, if you've seen, uh, it's one of the early Treehouse of Horrors in The Simpsons as well, where Bart sees this gremlin trying to break the school bus. Yes. And it's based on that episode as well, yeah. which probably at this point, a lot more people have probably seen the Simpsons yeah, yeah, episode yeah, than yeah. the Twilight Zone one. Uh, it was redone with John Lithgow in like the 80s movie, Twilight Zone. And then they recently kind of did it. It's like about a killer podcast. Yeah, it's with Adam, Adam Scott in the new series yeah. where he's, he's listening to a podcast that is talking about, about flight. this flight disaster, um, which is actually the plane he's on. Yeah, it so was a cool spin, it. but it didn't have the gremlin. You need so. the gremlin. You needed the gremlin, yeah. honestly. I was waiting for it. I watched yeah. the whole thing. I was like, oh, a podcast. Cool. That's cool. But no, no gremlin. Mm. No, no gremlin. <laughs> um, so he he's uh, he's fighting off the gremlins. Well, one of the wings goes down and he's like, ah, it's fine. It's okay. The other wing goes down. Oh, okay, I got to fight them. Uh, so they all start fighting the gremlins off the wing. And Alfred falls. And no. it's like this sad moment in any superhero movie where someone's going to fall. And Batman... Into the fire as yeah, well. Yeah, into the lava, mm. the Lego lava. So he can't save him because... He's, he's, he can't. He's, he missed. So Barbara actually takes control of the thing and saves Alfred. And Batman's like, wow, like you saved him? Wow. So it's a, it's a moment here. Alfred didn't he die. Learned, he learns about the – he like we get to see how much Batman actually cares about the people in his life. And it's another sign that, hey, like there's something to this team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He needs them. And, and Babs really saves the day here. Yeah, Barbara getting in there. Well, there's a huge fight as they make it to Joker Manor now. And there's a there's a little reference like the, the second time watching this, and especially with subtitles, I think you really do catch a whole lot more because they fit in little Easter eggs like throughout. Some of the audio is so hidden in the mix that you won't really be able to tell unless you read the subtitles. There's one point here where Robin says, "Hey, let me help. I know Jim Cotta," and <laughs> I mean I'm I have no idea what the fuck Jim Cotta is, and I decided to Google it. Jim Cotta is a 1985 movie, like exactly about what Robin was saying. Um, it's a 1985 martial arts movie where this man uses gymnastics, an Olympic gymnast, 
uh, combines his gymnastic ability with martial arts to enter a deadly competition in a fictional country, Parmistan. Um, so this sounds lit. Jimkata reference here. Wow, JV. That, that is a real deep cut. Wow, that is yeah. a deep cut. Someone had to get that joke over in this movie. Someone's Someone like, we need to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, we're going to make it gonna... inaudible, but all right, we'll put it in the film. <laughs> Got to say this one line. Uh, so now it's like this huge fight against a lot of these villains. They're going to have to get through some of them to to get into Joker's fortress here. So uh, unfortunately, Sauron, the Eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings, is one of the first major casualties. Nah. They, they take him out, and is it Godzilla who's watching this? And it was no, like, no, dude, oh. it's it's the Kraken. Oh, it's okay. the Kraken. So like, so it's you know, it's the classic thing where like the Kraken shoots his missile or whatever out of his mouth, and then it, instead, like you know, it's aiming for for the for the bat plane, and the bat plane gets out of the way at the, <laughs> at, at the very last minute, and the Kraken ends up killing the Eye of Sauron. Oh. The best part is the Kraken going. Oh shit. <laughs> he's like, uh, and he starts whistling and just slowly backs away. Into away. <laughs> like he had nothing to do with it. It was great. So yeah. funny. Uh, so they, they defeat some of these villains. Sauron was the big one they had to. So now they're all ready. Robin's uh, more in like a, a Nightwing costume now, isn't he? Uh, do they, yeah. he doesn't, don't they get that after they get that when they get there okay. first? Cause he, they take a right. family photo, like a selfie. That's right. And Batman gets real emotional here and decides to like lock them up in his back helicopter thing and sends them away. The scuttler. Yeah. So it's like he's, he, he still wants it's, to work. It's kind alone. of, it looks kind of like the picture of him with his family yeah. earlier, <laughs> like big smiles and all looking He's happy. reminded of, of the pain, of, of the potential pain of, of having a family. Yeah. So he's like, I can't, I can't, you know, put danger on you guys. It's going to be too dangerous. I have to go alone. So he goes by himself, sending them back. Um, but he goes to face Joker, who's turned his, his Wayne Manor into Joker Manor. And it's, it's kind of similar to Batman Forever with the, the there's everything has lights and glowy and yeah. neon and everything. Even one of the skeleton gang guys from, is it Batman Forever or Batman and Robin? Where the, like the gang with those okay. glow in the dark, yes, they're, yeah. they're in this as well. You see them in right. certain things. Uh, but Joker's lair here is pretty cool and they have a, like a heart to heart. There's like a, a fun house. It's like all clown stuff, mirrors. Again, pretty cool animation uh, for these scenes and Joker just messing with him. And finally, Joker's like, hey, you know, all you had to say was what I want you to, to say to me, Batman. And it's, you've never once said to me, I hate you, Joker. I just want to hear those words, Batman. Acknowledge me. Yeah, acknowledge me. Acknowledge your tribal tri- chief. And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, look, I hate you, Batman. People are like, oh, he said it. And Batman's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, me too. He's like, well, well no, say it. Uh, don't really, don't really want to say it. So he's like, see, you won't change. You won't. You can, but you won't. You won't change, Batman. And Joker's just getting so upset. So more chaos is, is happening. Is it Voldemort? He refuses, to, he refuses to be a part of a one-sided relationship <laughs> any longer. So he's done with the Batman. I'm done with you, Batman. I don't need you in my life anymore. I'm going to get rid of you for good since you don't he's want He's going to get back on the apps, find a new superhero to terrorize. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, Voldemort's flying around. Wimgaria Leviosa. <laughs> Which I don't think he actually says. I don't know much about Harry Potter, but he doesn't say it usually. Um, That's the levitating yeah, spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
Joker is like, well, Batman, if you don't want to hate me, then I'm going to have to get rid of you. I'm not your greatest enemy. Your greatest enemy, Batman, is yourself. It's you. You're your biggest enemy because you hate yourself and, and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty deep. Hmm. And he banishes Batman to the Phantom Zone, who's now there just by himself. And the Phantom Zone's got this like AI thing that talks to you. It's like God. Played by uh, Ellie Kemper from uh, The Office and... Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yes, right. Yes. Okay, yes. And is like, hey, you're not a bad guy, are you? You are, you must be because you're dressed in all black. You look like a bat. Like, you're probably a bad guy. He's like, no, I'm a good guy. What are you talking about? Let me out of here. And then it shows like you're like, it's like a Black Mirror episode. It shows your highlights of your life yeah. in recent. And it's all the like stuff from this whole movie that we've seen of him being like. Selfish. Yeah. And I got nine pack abs. On his own. And, yeah. Like, sending the family Telling away. Alfred he knows nothing about being a surrogate father, which like, <laughs> you know, hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he realizes, hmm, maybe I have been. Yeah. Bad. She's like, well, you're not a bad guy, but you're not really a good guy either. So he's like, oh, man, what am I going to do? Like, He's not a heel. He's not a baby face. He's a winner. He's a tweener. Yeah. <laughs> winner. Uh, meanwhile, the family who are in like the bat glider thing tell the AI in his thing, like his Siri, to turn around. We've got to save Batman. So it decides to let them go back. Which I just noticed that uh, I've got the, like, the cast here. Yeah. And the, char- the, the Siri character is called Pewter, played... By Siri. So did they just get Siri? They've credited Siri. So it's actually Siri playing great. Pewter. That's great. great yeah, they, they might have struck a deal with like Apple actually to, to use the voice. I don't know if Apple could copyright the voice at this point. But I mean, they probably have the copyright to Siri as an actual, you know, brand. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Siri. Mine's off. My turn's off. is off. Mine's my Alexa. <laughs> actually, in fact, I believe like there was some sort of tie-in uh, promotionally where like you can um, say something to Siri and it'll be like respond with some sort of like Batman Lego. Thing. Siri, talk to me in Batman voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here it is. When you say "Hey, computer," to Siri, um, Siri responds to you as if you're Lego Batman. I don't know if it still works or not, but well, at the time it did. That'd have been crazy. Yeah. That's cool. That's insane. That's creepy. My Alexa just sings to me when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I wonder if you can get it to do like Batman voices though. I'll try. I'll play about later. Yeah. Like remember you could change GPS voices, but can mm. you change series voice? Um, well, Batman stuck in the Phantom Zone. Robin, Barbara and Alfred come back. This is when they break in and uh, they attack Joker and they find other costumes here. This is where Robin finds the Nightwing yes. costume. Uh, it's upgraded. It's got all this crazy stuff. And Bats, because he strikes a deal with this Phantom Zone, like, well, I'll save them and I'll come back after. Let me save the day and my family and then I'll come back to the Phantom Zone, I promise. So he's back and he's helping them. And the, the Phantom Zone woman actually makes him promise. Or at least, like, she, the Phantom Zone, like, brick is like, what's going to be different this time around? You know, you abandoned your family last time. And so, like, Bruce has to, like, you know, agree to, like, let the yeah. team into his life in order to escape the Phantom Zone. Mm. So he's going to do that. He has to apologize to Barbara. She's waiting for him to say sorry, but he keeps, like, I'm so... She's like, are you sorry? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. I'm so glad I got that off my chest. And she kind of gives him a talk, like, look, you need to man up. You need to be in this family. We are a family. We You need to let people in. So he says he's sorry, and uh, I need your help. 
So it was tough. It was hard for him to say. They come up with a plan. They they have to beat all these other villains. They need a Suicide Squad. <laughs> they get all the Batman villains now. We get Bane. We get everyone. Everyone's here. And they're like, look, we need to fight the Joker. And they're like, yeah, you know what? The Joker's not that great. And one guy's like, yeah, he's always mean to us. <laughs> so they're ready to fight the Joker. And this is when Robin is in charge of DJing. Yeah. Play an epic song. And he's just playing like, well, he plays George Michael, which is a, definitely a, a Easter egg. He plays here. Wham. He plays uh, Rick Astley. Yeah. Uh, like never going to give you Rick, up. You get Rick rolled in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then... Um, we could be heroes. That's right. And then they're making their gear. The silver connection, that. fly, Robin, fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so they attack all the the bad guys now with bad guys of themselves. But it's an epic fight. Uh, this is you see Robin and Batman have a moment where they're beating up all these villains and like <laughs> Raptors, Dracula, and stuff. But it's got the classic pow, zap. From the Adam West Yeah, but it's in Lego and everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, Then they they start... Every time they fight, beat someone up, Barbara comes over and like zaps you back to the Phantom Zone. Almost like a Ghostbuster kind of thing. So they're going all back and, and stuff. So they're... They're beating up all these villains. It's kind of it's kind of cool. You see, like Jaws, Jaws, Jaws talks and yeah. has a battleship that shoots. Wait, isn't there, isn't there a vi- like this where I uh, I didn't pick up on it being Jaws? Isn't there like a a shark villain? There yeah. is. There's a whale villain or There's something. Orca, like, orca, which is an actual <laughs> Batman villain. But it, this particular instance, it was Jaws who takes the shark repellent. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Get sucked to the Phantom Zone. Oh, the shark King, King Shark is who I'm thinking. King of. Shark, right, right. right. Okay, um, but this is George. Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I knew there was a fucking shark in one of those movies. Sorry, Orca's the, uh, also a villain, though. Yeah, or- Orca's yeah. a Batman villain because there was like a killer whale, like Free Willy looking. Oh yeah, these guy. Look ridiculous. That, I need that one in a live action movie. Orca, Killer Shark, and but yeah, Jaws is zapped back to the. The Phantom Zone ah. here. Poor Jaws. Um, <laughs> would Jaws be considered as one of the all-time villains? Poor, poor guy's just living in the ocean. He's just in, in the sea. Until they got a bigger vote. Yeah. Like, he didn't do it's anything. probably just for the shark-repellent gag. And, yeah, yeah, 100%. Kind of <laughs> uh, so they're fighting everybody, and they're sending them back. But Joker's still mad, and things start, like, exploding. And it looks like Gotham is, like, splitting in half, and everything's being destroyed. So they realize yeah. the only way to to win is to stick together, and this is one, a Lego one of the war- <laughs> yeah. one of the warnings of the of the of the film from the scientist, the seismo- seismologist or whatever. Early on, is that yeah, one of the Joker's plans is to split the entire city apart, with sort of like you know the the meta reasoning behind it as well, like a Lego city rests upon a table, and if somebody were to pull the city apart, there'd be an, an infinite abyss below, which of course would be the floor. So that that is sort of like the 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 threat here that you know somebody would right. pull the city apart and all the toys would fall onto the floor. So they literally have to stick together to keep it. They're going to use their heads. <laughs> so they all take <laughs> off if like their their masks because you ha- you can't they don't have the little clicking yeah. like the the mechanism that joins them all together. All these people start joining and making human ladders and bridges to bridges. connect yeah to connect the world the use city. their heads and their shredded abs oh yeah he's got to use yeah. his nine abs yeah of course batman just loves telling us he then they get everyone and he's almost there batman's almost there but he's just not close enough 
and he sees the Joker on the other side with Harley Quinn, and they're laughing. He's laughing at Joker. Joker just reapplying lipstick as well, which I loved. <laughs> just little thing. He's like, Joker, please help us. Us? There is no us. We used to be together, and this is when Batman realizes, hmm, maybe I need to sweet-talk Joker here. I've learned some, some things. And says, look, maybe you were right. You need to help us. We need you together. We need to we need to be together. We need each other. And Joker's like, whoa. He's finally hearing what he wanted to hear from this guy. I hate you, Joker. <laughs> I hate you too. And then he he finally uh He says you had me at shut up. <laughs> the Jerry Maguire callback. Uh so Joker and Harley Quinn, they all connect and they reconnect the city. Uh, Batman and Joker have quite a moment and says, I hate you the most. It's like almost like a, a bromance here at the yeah. end. I love like, you know, this is like kind of big epic struggle to like, you know, uh, put the city back together. And then at that very end, it just like suddenly snaps and then you hear a little click, like two <laughs> yeah. little bricks clicking together. And that's the end. And it's so easy and almost anticlimactic. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, we're yeah. back. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> so there's a big bat party. Everybody's celebrating, all the villains, all the characters. The city is saved by everybody. It's just a big, one happy thing. And, uh, well, Batman is upset and sad because he promised he would go back to the Phantom Zone. So he says bye to his family. And he's, like, being lifted up into, like, heaven almost, into the Phantom Zone thing. But then he gets blocked. And he's like, whoa, what? What's going on? And he's the, the AI creature thing is like oh you know maybe you're not such a, a a bad guy maybe you are a good guy so you deserve to stay with your family Aww. so he gets a second chance to be with his new family <laughs> here and uh he shows them the bat cave they're all living with him now we get uh, all of them know the password iron man sucks <laughs> <laughs> Did we mention when uh, Batgirl, sorry, Barbara was going through the different costumes? Batgirl ideas. costumes? Oh, yeah. And one of the suggestions was soccer mom bats. <laughs> Batgirl, she's like, oh, so I can call you Batboy then, right? Yeah, yeah Batwoman, Batwoman. Uh, yeah, there's so, many, there's so many different like rotations yeah. of costumes for her, too. Uh, we finally hear Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. We see the family just having family dinner and just living life. Uh, family movie night. They're all watching Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and laughing at it. Yeah, they're all... <laughs> right when it's like... Yeah, it's you it's not complete... comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it has funny yeah, parts. But... <laughs> it's at the part where they all laugh when it's, you complete me. And they all go, ah! <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, it's it fades to white. Oh, they also let the villains go. They like, ah, we'll get them. They give them a 30-minute head start. Like, we'll, we'll catch you down the road, but yeah. we'll let you go They're for like, now. we're a team now. We're, we're going to yeah. catch them so quickly. Let's give them a head start. And uh, it, it fades to white. And then it cuts back to snake clowns. I didn't mention snake clowns. Batman says he's not His scared of it. His <laughs> snake His clowns. Snake but it's just something he created himself. And yeah. And then more Batman music plays. It's like a Batman song about family and... How family is important. It's the song Robin wrote. In, in, oh, okay. In, That's friends are family. Yeah, <laughs> friends are family. I love all the songs in these Lego films. Yeah. They're so silly. And that's Lego Batman. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What are some What are some thoughts on the movie, Way? Well, um, 
you know, I think it's a wonderful love letter to like longtime Batman fans that, you know, tries to make reference to every single ridiculous part of this character's history across all the media, um, including some of the more obscure ones that like longtime Batman fans can appreciate that most of us will just think is really ridiculous, but it's fun. And I think it, it actually manages to like hit uh, a really good heartfelt thesis about what the Batman character is. And that's somebody who, you know, because of his very traumatized past has to shut everything else out and, and just kind of like surround himself in this darkness that often, you know, is, 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 is totally solitary and, um, void of, you know, family, void of, uh, letting others in. Uh, I mean, this is obviously a, an exaggeration of, of that trope, but I thought it, it managed to kind of hone in on it really well and, you know, ultimately redeems the character by allowing himself to feel love again, to, to feel family again. Uh, it's, it's, it's completely ridiculous. I think kids would really enjoy just the color of it all. Uh, for me, like, one of the reasons, one of the, one of the things I loved about the Batman movie was perhaps like it had equal parts of like, you know, heart and, and seriousness. I would say not equal, but maybe like 30, 70 serious to like, you know, uh, craziness. This, I would say was, was more like 90% crazy and 90% jokes and maybe 10%, you know, heart and, and seriousness. And that's maybe where I, I felt like this could have benefited from, you know, um, not just constant joke, 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 as, as fun as it may be on, on like a rewatch, but like, you know, a bit more kind of, of, of the serious side to kind of pace it and make it feel a bit more whole. But, I, I mean, obviously, it's it's a very enjoyable movie, and especially on rewatch as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I think what I love is we're, we're all so familiar with Batman and um, with all the films, and they always try to make them like darker and darker. Where I highly doubt we're going to go back to the days of like Joel Schumacher style or or even the the like old '60s series. So it's a great opportunity on a film to actually just massively take the piss out of the whole thing. <laughs> All of it. Everything. Which you're not going to do. You're not going to see, like, Robert Pattinson's Batman poking fun yeah. at all these things, are you? So I think it's it's such a great opportunity and maybe why it's more more jokey than, like, the Lego movie. Um, I think definitely, for me, it, it helped having rewatched all these films and, like, diving a little deeper with it because there are so many little in jokes but i think he, even putting that aside i i think it's really enjoyable and um kids and adults would would love it yeah like we said earlier if you were like someone who grew up watching any iteration of these batman movies and then take your kids to this they'll love it no matter what because it's so colorful it's so crazy and always going and everything's funny and mm. and it but if you know little things it makes it almost funny for you so it's like little easter eggs i mean like really early in the movie is when he goes you want to get nuts and i yeah. like laughing my head off like that's so funny i think that was what was like some of the biggest laughs in it because this is strictly like like liners after liners and it's a lot of these little things like like him the 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 lobster in the microwave and shit had me fucking i laughing. feel it, there's so many and there's so it's almost like a an AEW dynamite when they're telling you the matches <laughs> the next like two weeks because it's they're just thrown at you yeah. and I'm sure on rewatch you'd pick up on on so many more little things. I mean, yeah. just the three of us talking, there's stuff each of us picked right. up on yeah, that the yeah. other didn't. Um, but yeah, oh, some favorites. Um, like I loved, I loved uh, Channing Tatum as Superman, just like the cocky. He's he's just Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I loved when 
the Kraken killed Sauron and then pretended like yes. nobody saw it. That was hilarious. Um, you know, like, like you said, you know, the, the moments of Bruce Wayne being alone in his like giant bat cave and doing completely mundane things like <laughs> hitting the wrong button on on his microwave or yeah. like, you know, um, uh, what was the other thing he did? Like, yeah, just like, you know, watching DVDs and, and uh, <laughs> uh, man, it's just like. It's so silly, but like yeah. you have to, we never get to see that, of course, in the movie. Like, what does Batman do on his off time? Like, you know, how does Batman? I don't put on his pajamas. Like, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I think also the the one of the early songs when it's like Batman, who's got this Batman? Who pays their taxes? Not Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the funny one, funny one. I mean, every time we watch these Batman movies and we do these reviews, we have bat ratings. Oh yeah. And I think we got to give some bat ratings out for this movie. We got to stick to what we do with our reviews here. So, Way, you got to help us out with some bat ratings. But it's going to be different because, I mean, we give a score for a Batman and a Bruce Wayne. There really wasn't much of Bruce in this. Very little Bruce. So, how uh, do I rate this? This is where it might suffer. I mean, I'd say you, you have. I, I'd say Bruce is kind of when Batman's not on a mission, right? Yeah. When he's. He's in the cow, but when he's with Alfred, he's, okay. he's Bruce, right? So is uh, he though? I don't know because, like, because I think this movie—I mean, more you know, as much as any of the other ones—like, really does, um, you know, like convey that, like, Batman is his real identity. Bruce Wayne is the disguise. Mm. So, so there's a, like that. He's got the cowl on the whole time, you know. Yeah. Like even when yeah. he, he's eating the lobster. So. I, I don't know if we saw much of Bruce outside of like you know the the Jim Gordon party. My 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 lowest rating on my bat ratings is because there really wasn't too much of Bruce, and I'm just being generous because there was like we like we, we just said he was Bruce, but he was still kind of Batman. I mean, I'd say just him eating yeah. popcorn, watching Jerry Maguire is is Bruce. <laughs> okay, well, I, I went low, so don't think I hate this movie or anything. But I went Bruce five in the middle because you don't really see Bruce in this movie, but I didn't think he was a bad. They also he also jokes about George Clooney being charming in this movie. We forgot to mention that as well. They go, "Oh, George Clooney or something like charming." Yeah. I I went for a 5 as well. Yeah. For, for the same sort of reason. We don't really get enough Bruce, but we do we do get a sense of his his loneliness, how like right. how still he's but he's still wearing the cow his family, he can't get over. Um get a little bit of the playboy where he's he accidentally adopts a kid because he's actually checking out the commissioner's daughter. Um, so a little bit of the playboy there, but we could have got a little more. Could have had a bit more of him flashing his ca- his cash a bit. Uh, uh, but I went in the middle with a five too. Accidentally adopting kids. It happens to the yeah. best of us, you know. Yeah. So I was just checking out that girl over there. Yeah. Uh, I went a three with my Bruce. Oh, you know? yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, it, didn't we didn't get much of it. Of it and mm. and it, it, it wasn't really the point of this film. No. Right? Yeah, I it's agree. not called Lego Bruce, is it? Yeah, it's Lego, Lego Bruce, Batman. Lego Batman. Well, what about Batman then? What's the rating for Batman? I'll give mine. I went with a nine for wow. Will For not Will Forte. That's a different Will. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Um, I I couldn't go ten because it wasn't live action. I know we gave what Henry Convoy Convoy the animated the, anima- the animated uh, Master Phantasm. He, he he's great. That voice is always Bruce Wayne to me and Batman to me. But I actually I'm giving this high ratings because he's funny. Will Arnett is so funny at this Batman voice. It is so silly. And yeah, I, I'm being, I'm praising my Toronto boy here. Wow. I, I went for an eight. Um, I think he, he gets this. I mean, obviously hilarious, but he's got a really great 
Batman voice. Yeah. Whereas I, I think if you heard a live action Batman sound like this, I don't think you'd find it as ridiculous as Christian Bale's Batman voice. Um, <laughs> but also, I mean, he ends up saving the day. He learns his lesson. Yeah. Um, Family. He's, he's pretty badass. Uh, yeah, I, I went for an eight. <laughs> I want a nine as well. I mean, and let me just say, I, I think it's really difficult to really try to compare this version of Batman to any of the other ones that have yeah. existed because mm. it's its own thing. You know, it's, 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 it, it, I don't think it necessarily tries so hard to be like, you know, classic, uh, caped crusader. Um, it, instead, it's, it's really just more, I mean, it's a satire uh, of, of what, what Batman is, but I think a very good one at that. You know, like you, like you guys said, uh, Will Arnett, I think, does a tremendous job of like making his own version of Batman what it is and be, you know, making it feel like Batman while at the same time making us be able to laugh at it, at its more ridiculous, uh, uh parts as well. And as just sort of like a deep dive study of like what this Batman character is, I think the movie does a really good job. Yeah, no, 100%. What about main villain? So Joker. Joker's the main villain. I, I'm going real. Yeah, yeah, is it Batman? <laughs> honestly, the, yeah. Probably the Joker. Yeah. I'm I'm going to give it a high rating too. I'm going with a 9 for Zach Galifianakis. I actually think he's he's got a great voice for voice acting. Of course, I love him in a lot of the movies he's been in. But uh reading like uh IMDb has like little trivia on this movie and he did an interview with doing rounds for this movie and he's like yeah in 2007 i was talking about poop jokes in coffee shops and now i'm the joker in a lego movie like how crazy is this so i i thought he was pretty good and i actually really liked the story of like the the whole relationship thing with batman it was pretty funny but also a little bit of the heart in this movie so yeah high rating i went a six i mean it's it it serves the purpose of the movie perfectly but we're we're kind of doing our our like batman yeah. So I've got, got my Batman rating, like, goggles on here. Um, like, he didn't seem too evil. He just he just wanted this guy to hate him. Yeah. He, he seemed way too caught up with his relationship with Batman rather than wreaking havoc. Um, so I went six. Harley but that's Quinn's not to say it. I'd have wanted a more psycho Joker in this. I absolutely wouldn't. He's perfect. But compared to other Jokers, yeah, yeah. he's a six. I went six as well. Um, you know, it, like, the Joker was certainly a presence in the movie, but I wouldn't say he was the main presence and the main threat. You know, it was more of a internal struggle that Batman really had to deal with throughout all of this. And so, um, you know, Joker was, was pretty badass. Like, I, he's got this wonderful lowrider that, like, they made a toy of that actually, like, springs with the wheels on, uh, up oh front. The design of it is awesome. It's just, like, combination of, of, of really, you know, a, a bit Jared Leto, but, like, really its own thing. So, um, I, yeah, I don't know how different I would have made the Joker from what we got, but as, you know, how in, important he was to the entire story, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of went more of a feeling of a 6 out of 10 for me here. What about secondary villain? We usually do this because there's always someone else that's... I mean, I guess it's all of them. All of them. Right? Yeah. I, I gave this uh, a seven because there was a lot of these characters that they weren't maybe focuses, but there were a lot of little jokes and little in Easter eggs and stuff like that. And they were very enjoyable. Uh, like like we said, Jaws, Voldemort, uh, <laughs> that Kraken or whatever. Yeah. Like, just little things. King Kong, shit like that. It was pretty good. I, I went a, a five uh enjoyed them all all funny but none of them were very good were they at being villains being bad yeah, yeah. they di- they didn't do a good job at being evil I they almost think. broke the city though they almost got almost it. <laughs> almost isn't good enough uh way what about you 
I went seven as well. Um, you know, like, I guess in, in terms of like creating something like this, I mean, my grading is more so just based off of the variety and the deep cut, mm. like sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, bring to the forefront into the mainstream of like stupid characters, like, you know, uh, polka dot man and condiment King that <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known about. Orca. Um, or Orca, yeah. It's just fun. And by the way, Polka Dot Man ended up being a part of uh, the, the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. Played James by Gunn one with... of the guys from Dark Knight, right? One of the... Yeah. The, the... Yeah. He was also in Ant-Man. Um, David uh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of the guys that, like, uh, Joker makes... David Desmalchian. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Sorry, uh, a, a seven, seven that way? Yeah. Seven. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know this guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. What about Alfred? Alfred here, I gave a seven because he didn't have too much to say. He had some funny one-liners that definitely got some pointers, but he actually put the costume on to try mm. to help Bruce. So we didn't get quite as many cheeky lines that we've got from Alfred Pennyworth from you know Michael Caine or whatever, but he helped Bruce here, so I give him a seven. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt this Alfred... it. We normally have that kind of real heart-to-heart moment between Alfred and Bruce yeah. um, where he's comforting him. Whereas now, this Alfred, he's been doing this for 70 years and he's kind of like, you got to get the fuck over your parents yeah. and let people into your life. And he dons the suit. I think Ray Fiennes, fantastic voice. You, you buy him as this kind of posh English butler. Um, but uh, not not quite as as like yeah. an emotional moment as we've had with the others. But I went an eight because come on, he put on the Batman suit. He did. To he fight tried. Crime. Yeah. Uh, I went seven for for my Alfred. I mean, very similar thoughts to what you guys had said. Uh, I mean, Ray Fiennes. I think it's just kind of cool to to hear him do do Alfred. But I I I'd, I would say in terms of story, I mean, he really just kind of serves as the guy to really spell out what the what the theme of, of of the movie is and beyond that um you know playing a, a role in i think bringing back some of the 60s nostalgia um as he as he wears a suit so more of a visual gag i would say but in terms of a character not not as weighty for me as maybe some of the others mm. what about the batmobile <clears throat> he's got a few here i i'm giving this a high score simply because of that crazy creature thing he's got that has to be a lego set what's it called again the lego Sorry, the the Scuttler. Bat. Scuttler. I keep forgetting what it's called. Yeah, that thing is awesome. What even is it? They definitely have to have that as a Lego set. But the way it like almost looks like a bat in that yeah. weird thing. Uh, I gave that a nine simply because he uses that thing in this. Oh, I yeah. gave it a nine as well. Yeah. All these vehicles looked awesome. And the like when we said Batmobile, we mean like all the vehicles, yeah. right? Like all of them were, were awesome. They oh, looked really cool. The Bat Kayak. Yeah. yeah. And he used a lot of them. Whereas some of the films are like, ah, we didn't really get enough of the vehicle. Yeah. Like he had a lot here. So I, I'm with you i went nine and also it's yeah. a lego film like you want cool like lego vehicle stuff yeah. right totally yeah i mean i would say like for me the batmobile was sort of like similar category to the suit and gadget because uh, so many of his gadgets are yeah it, it, again it kind of pokes fun at the st- stupid amount of variety <laughs> of useless variety that they make these batman toys in um uh but yeah like the scuttler was really cool the batmobile that they actually did was really cool so i'm gonna go uh eight and a half Ooh. Eight and a half on the Batmobile. Well, yeah, Suit and Gadgets is our our next one. And that's kind of whatever other things he uses, like yeah. bat stuff. He gets a fax out of the side bat of facts. his head. Yeah. Bat fax. Uh, uh, he's we, got the whole, like, um, rotating. laundry rotating thing of... Um, Reggae man. Of costumes. Yeah. yeah. He I has a rotisserie a s- of, of bat vehicles. 
Yeah. That's how they described it. Uh, I gave it a seven. Uh I, I went nine for this. He's got such a variety <laughs> and also bought back the shark repellent, which, oh, he did. which has to bump up yeah, the rating. Yeah, so I went true. a nine. Yeah, for me, it's a 10. You know, the fact Whoa. that like they they would, I mean, take the time to animate and like even put into the background like a bat ballerina costume, <laughs> um, like a glam rock Batman costume, just like, and making toys of all of these things as well. Um, just uh, to me, it, it just kind of... You know, it's it's the imagination gone gone wild in terms of these sort of Batman costume parodies. And then we talk about the overall enjoyment of the film. So this is putting aside plot holes, like yeah. bad acting, whatever. But just how much did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, it's not fair because it's a comic. I mean, a cartoon compared to a lot of the live action versions. But I, I think I'm being a little mean on this. I'm giving it a seven when I actually really did enjoy this movie. I, I thought this was so much fun. Uh, but it's still, it's still a Lego cartoon movie. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm just being mean. I gave it a seven, but I really did enjoy this movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I went for an eight. I, I really enjoyed this. I can totally see myself watching this again in a, in a couple of years or whatever really entertaining had a smile on my face the whole time yeah um and kind of checked out from the rest of the world so i i really enjoyed this with an eight yeah i went right in between you guys at seven and a half you know mm. i i also really enjoyed it i think especially on second viewing i hadn't seen this since it was in the theaters the last time you really do pick up on a whole lot i think what keeps it from being as memorable for me as maybe like the first lego movie or some of my, the other great animation movies out there is just sort of the it having to me finding a bit of trouble finding the balance between the serious and the irreverent um and you know it, it just kind of prevents this from feeling as whole and as complete of an experience as some of some of the great you know comedy and animated films yeah but you love it still love it that's a good that's still a high high rate as you're trying to do mm-hmm. the math here. i'm doing the Dave, math dave is yeah. doing the bat math the quick math all right what's our final I've bat got score it. Yeah. all right well so what i do is i take all our our, our scores i divide by eight and then divide that by two to get a star rating for each of us. And then I get the average of the three of us. Okay. So both Wei and I have uh, an average star rating of 3.625. And Braden a little higher with a 3.75. And doing some quick maths, that gives the average at 3.66, which we round up. It's a 3.75. It's a pretty high rating. So let's the- let's put it in. Uh, let's go through all the all the films yeah. so far. Uh, starting with um, we, we didn't do our ratings for the the sixties Batman, Batman movie, although we yeah. did review it yeah, um, on the Patreon. But starting with Michael Keaton Batman three point five, Batman Returns three point two five, Mask of Phantasm four stars, Batman Forever three stars, Batna- Batman and Robin. 2.5 <laughs> batman begins 4.25 dark knight 4.75 the dark knight rises 4.5 batman beat v superman 3 and the lego batman movie 3.75 so just there. below uh mask of phantasm so i think that sits in in fifth place that one's pretty good though so right I, I would middle. put it in this yeah it's cartoon it's still really inter- entertaining it's pretty high yeah, yeah it's very yeah. high still pretty high we love this movie will justice league the the what, Just version 
beat this. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Ha- have I'm you guys seen the Snyder Cut? I have. Yeah, I, I have. haven't seen either of them. Um, okay, interesting. So I I do want to go and watch. We'll we'll do our Justice League review, and then I'll go and watch the the four the hour. Snyder the, the Snyder Cut is 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 way better. But I mean, I, I'm I curious hearing. to know what you guys would rate rate the Whedon one. Yeah, you'll have to listen, way. Have to <laughs> next month when we do that yeah. movie. i'm not excited i'm happy it's not the four hour one but the four hour one makes more sense we just don't want to do the four hour long movie yeah so yeah, I get hard it. to review <laughs> something that long uh well that was a, a lot of fun clearly we had some fun talking about some lego batman way thank you for joining us we couldn't have done it without you thank you guys yeah always a pleasure you didn't have to you know uh, convince me too hard to, to be a bar- part of this review. So more than happy to, to, you know, join you guys for this discussion. We had John Pollock from post wrestling talking about what he loves home alone on our Patreon last month. And then way talking about what he loves Lego. Yeah. On this show. We just been covering all the bases, everything. Yeah. Everything. We need a Lego home alone movie to get everyone together. <laughs> that home alone set looks pretty lit. Yeah. They do have the IP. Yeah. So, Oh, looks, true. They do. That'd be they crazy. Do. That'd be mm. interesting. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to us do, do all these. Yes, you can check out all the Batman reviews on this very free feed. But if you want to hear more reviews, patreon.com slash up next is where you can find everything. Like sm- best match ever, SmackDown 6. Yes. With Wei Ting just from a few months ago as well. Uh, retro NXT reviews, other movie reviews, everything, everything. I think that we have like 400 shows in that Patreon catalog there. Only five bucks a month, North American tier to access all the shows. And uh, wait, you know the floor is yours. We, you know, let the people where uh, where can they find you and uh, and all that stuff. Well, uh, yeah, man. Uh, thank you very much again for having me on the BDE. Always a pleasure to, to join you guys. But uh, I just wanted to maybe take the time to promote our worst of show, which is up right now on the post wrestling YouTube as well as the uh, post wrestling free feed. So check us out. Um, a lot of us this week, but you know, you get to hear, uh, us vent basically about all the repressed emotions that a typical wrestling fan might go through over the course of a year. So uh, I want everybody to check that out. And also this weekend, uh, friends, a friend of both of our shows, MJ from NJ is going to be profiled on an edi- edition of Postmarks, which is our monthly, you know, interview series highlighting certain members of the post wrestling and up next community. And this is hosted by David Myers and Bruce Lord. And that'll be available for free at patreon.com slash post wrestling Saturday night sometime around there. Wow. That's awesome. interesting. Lots and lots of stuff yeah, to listen great. to. I want to hear about MJ. Yeah. And I'm sure he talks a lot about business. I would think so. Smarts. Stocks. Probably, Family friends. Probably. Mm-hmm. About you guys too, I bet. Yeah, yeah. He's a good friend. He's he one of our one of our great friends. Yeah, he probably. Shit. Probably doesn't. He. I love that guy. He's great. I love you too, Way. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys Me for too. listening. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. <laughs> Did you Did just you know, quote? Way doesn't say it. Way doesn't say it. <laughs> he just said Me, yeah. too. Me too. I hate you too, Batman. No. <laughs> Thank you guys. Take care. You complete us. There yeah. You know. Goodbye. Be safe. You complete me. Ahoy. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. 
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.